Welcome to Redeemer's Church Weekly Message Podcast, where our mission is simple. We are a church that is passionate about loving God and loving people. And now, we hope you enjoy this week's message by our guest speaker. Good morning, everybody. I'm so glad to be here once again. Back in my Redeem's family. Last time I was here for three days, we had a conference, seminar, and Sunday I preached. And uh, I want to take this opportunity to say again, thank you so much for your financial support. That time, and not only the time I preached, church has sent me the financial support for missions in Pakistan later on too. So I want to say thank you, all of you, as a church, for being a part and a partnership uh, for missions in Pakistan continually. Thank you, God. Thank you so much. Amen. And once again, I am so thankful to uh, God first for this opportunity today to share the gospel with you and uh, about the missions that God has given to us and called to us uh, in Pakistan. And thank you so much for Pastor and the board of directors and the whole church for having me and my wife Sumera with us, with you today. It's a great honor and opportunity for both of us. And I brought the greetings from Pakistan whenever I speak back to Pakistan, to my father and the leaders in Pakistan. They always tell me, please, wherever you go, pass our greetings to them and say thank you to them. So on behalf of them, I want to say thank you and greeting to you. Before I start, I want to take just a couple moments to pray again just for yourself and the message. Nothing else, just for yourself and the message. Just take your focus out of everything that we have in our minds. You know, everybody, we have it. Our mind works 24 hours, right? So I just want you to give the control to the Holy Spirit right now during all this message because I believe every time when I get the opportunity, every single time when I get the opportunity to share the gospel, it's a great responsibility to me. But sometimes, you know, the enemy works and keep our mind away in the world, are busy. Physically, we are here in the church, but mentally, many times we are not in the church. So that's why I always love to pray before preach, just for yourself. Because your words have power, and you know that. You know that. Your words have power. When you speak, you create. Because God has made all of us on his image. And one of his characteristics, creator. Right? And creator with words. The Bible tells us he has created everything by words. He just spoke and 
a little bit, maybe micro, 0.0% God has put in human being that creative power. I can give you the example right now. Everybody have phone in your hand. And science has proved this, that you have the creative power in your mouth. When you speak, something happened in the air, and your words work as a creator. They created things. You know, we have software in our phones that you open and you speak, and whatever you speak, it's on phone, writing on phone, right? You don't have any pen, paper, nothing physical. Just you're speaking. And sometimes you say flower and the picture showed up. Right? You say birthday and the cake birthday showed up, the picture. That shows me God is showing more and more how the word, your word, has the power of creation. Right? So you have the power of creation. Science has proved it with the wisdom that God has given to human beings. So that's why I want you to speak for yourself in your prayer. That allow the Holy Spirit to control, have control on your thoughts and your mind and give you the focus about hearing the word of God. Pray about your ears to hear. Amen? Amen? Because we know the Bible says they have ear, but they don't hear. Right? right? Yeah. So we need to have the ears that can hear the word of God Amen. when he speaks to us. So we need to pray about that. When you pray, you speak, and you create that. Amen. And that happens. Amen? Amen? So let's pray. Heavenly Father, Everybody pray for yourself. You can pray loud, you can pray as loud, and you can pray in tongues. If allow, uh, Holy Spirit wants you to speak in tongues, speak in tongues, speak in English, speak in any your language that you have, but speak about yourself. Lord, I am here in your presence to use this great opportunity you have given to me today to share the word of God with your people here. And I give control to the Holy Spirit to take complete control on me, physically, mentally, spiritually. Take control on me, Lord. Holy Spirit, use me for your people to speak to them. Because I don't know what is their spiritual need, but you know each one of them spiritual needs. Their physical need, their financial need, their family needs, their personal needs. You know everything about them and their needs, Lord. Speak to them accordingly. I love you, Lord. I worship you. I praise you. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today, the topic I have been praying and preparing for this day to share with you is about faith. It's not a unique topic for Christians. 
it's not something different. It's the topic you always hear, right? Always we hear messages, preaching, teaching on faith. And do you think we should stop to hear about that or preach about that? Never. It's like an education. You start from the first grade and go to the master. You complete your master, but still you can have one subject and continue get your PhD. Right? So maybe you need PhD in faith. Amen? So you need to continue listen and hear and research and write on that. Then you will get PhD. Maybe you would not have the piece of paper as a degree, but God will reward it. Yeah. Amen? Amen? So today, when I prayed, I got this topic, the faith. I would like to start this with the story of my life. And faith is something like, you know, we believe and trust. Faith is something that we can believe and trust about the things that we don't see with our eyes. I mean, faith is something that we believe and trust that is going to happen that we cannot see with our eyes. We cannot, you know, understand and have the knowledge or logic how the things going to happen. But we still trust and believe in God. He's going to do it. That's the faith in you. Amen. I mean, you don't have to have logic or understanding or knowledge how it's going to happen. But you have to have trust in God and believe in God that it's going to happen for me in my life, for my family, for my business, for my education. Anything you believe in any area of your life that is going to happen without your understanding and having the logic. That's your faith. I mean, Amen. and I believe all of you have that faith. Amen. That's why you are here. Right. You have it. And I just want to refresh today again about that for you, that our faith works. And I would like just give you subtitle of it, blind faith. Blind faith. And the faith with open eyes. Blind faith and the faith with open eyes. Amen? Amen. Blind faith and faith with open eyes. I put under faith as a subtitle to help you to understand more what God has revealed to me. And here I would put this way, the blind faith and the faith with open eyes. Faith with open eyes need logic. Faith with open eyes need your knowledge and understanding and something prove in physical that you can believe, oh, this is going to happen because I can see it. Right. That's a faith with open eyes. I mean... Like a child is going to school, and you can see, have proof that he's getting education, he has teachers, he has school, and she has school and teachers, and they are going to learn 
uh, the books, how to read, how to write, and mathematics. Because you are watching it, you are observing it, you are doing it, and person is going to school. So it's a faith with open eyes. You are going to your job, and you know you will get after one week or one month your paycheck, right? That's the faith with open eyes, because you have the proof and knowledge and everything about it. That's the faith. You have faith, you will get that check, but you have this faith with the open eyes. Amen? You are going to shopping, right? And you have a list of what you need to shop or buy, and you have not bought yet, but you have faith that you will buy it when you get there, because you have money, According to that, that's why you're going there. You have budget and you have plan, but this is your faith, your open eyes. Because you have proved all these things. Amen? Amen. But the blind faith needs something deeper and higher. Blind faith, the things that you don't understand is still going on. It's still happening. You don't have knowledge about it, you have no logic that how it's going to happen. You don't know anything. But still you believe it's going to happen. Yeah. When doctor says to somebody, sick person, and have a disease, and say, we don't know what to do with it, and we cannot cure it. We don't have medicine for it. But still you can have faith that my Lord Jesus Christ will do it. Yeah. Now the doctors, we... First thing on earth we believe and we go because they have knowledge and things, and that's not bad because they studied. God has given this wisdom to doctor, right? So we go to them that this is a problem in our body. Can you help us? Man, most of the time they help us. But sometimes it happens that they say, no, we can't help you. We don't have any medicine or medical research on that. Then we need a blind faith and trust and believe in God, that still is going to happen. Sometimes the project or your need is more than your budget. Right? Your need. Maybe your children's marriage. Right? You need more money than you have or you make or is bigger than your budget. And you have no way you don't understand, you have no method to bring that money, no resources, but then you can have a faith in God that he's going to provide you. Amen. That's your blind faith. Right? So, to believe in God, as a Christian, we need blind faith. But that blind faith also have eyes. That blind faith also have eyes. But those eyes people cannot see. They're spiritual eyes. That's where the Bible says they have eyes but they don't see. Right? Yeah, yeah. They have eyes but they don't see. Because the Bible is speaking two eyes. The one is physical eyes. Right? right? That God has created in our body to see. So we have these eyes, but we don't see. What does that mean? We are not using the eyes of faith in us. The blind faith doesn't use these eyes so much. They use the eyes the Bible is speaking. They don't see it. They don't use that eyes of faith 
to see that thing, what God is doing on this earth. Blind faith. You want to know more about that? The story of our life? I would take help of my wife and invite her to be here with me. And please give this camera, maybe that sister back, she can use, continue to help us to make video. Yeah. This is a story of blind faith in our life. Here is my wife, Sumera. We married 18 years. Praise God for such a wonderful gift in my life as a life partner who loves God, who knows God, and who believe and trust in him with a blind faith. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. I want to make this story short. 18 years of marriage. <laughs> we have been praying to have baby and didn't have baby. Our cousins, brothers, sisters got married later on, after us. Many years after us um, and some couple of years after us. Their children has grown up 15 years. They have 15 years, uh, you know, old children. 16 years. One of our cousins who married like a couple of weeks after us, uh, her daughter is going to university. Right? We have been going to doctors which is the first step we could have taken on this earth. They have been trying to help us. We never had baby. But our eyes with a blind faith, we always have open eyes of faith. We could see that God in heaven is going to answer us our prayer. He is going to provide us. Even though the medical is not helping so much, doctors have not helping so much, and all these things, this is a long story, but making it very short, now by the grace of God, she's pregnant for five months. And I want to take this story a little longer to understand about the blind faith. And she has baby girl in her, and do you believe that baby girl is growing? Do you think that God is creating her every day? And we, she used one of the apps that tells her every time that, okay, if you're one week pregnant, uh, this, this big is baby. Uh, the baby size is like about, you know, grape. Then baby size is about this fruit and this and that. And she used to understand more about what's going on in her body. But she cannot see. She can feel. That's a great point. Your faith helps you to feel it. Amen? She cannot see and you cannot see that how this baby's eyes are getting created. Lips. Bones, arms, legs. We don't see it, right? But still we believe and trust it's happening inside. 
Sometimes we don't see what God is doing in our lives. We don't see in our eyes, we don't see with our, you know, proofs and things in existence, but God is working behind the scene to create that miracle in your life, to provide you what you need in your life, to heal you wherever you need the healing, to give you your miracle. God never stops working behind the scene, even though you cannot see it. We don't see how these bones are getting created. We don't see how these legs and arms and eyes are getting, but we believe and trust it's happening. Amen. And it's happening. That's how you, our faith is. Amen. Have a seat, please. <laughs> I hope this story helps you to understand the faith. Amen. Blind faith and open eye faith. Yeah. I have so many stories about that. And Jeremiah chapter 5 verse 21 says, Hear this, you foolish, senseless people, who have eyes but do not see, who have ears but do not hear. I would like to personalize the faith in spirit. Right? Like from here I would see this faith has ears. It's like a person. Right. The, your faith has eyes. Your faith has heart. Because Bible speaks about that. They have heart but they don't understand. Right? And this faith has mind. That's why the God is talking to them. They're foolish and senseless. The faith has senses, right? I'm just trying to personalize it uh, like in a literature. You know what I mean? Yeah. We cannot see faith as a person, but just think about that your faith is a person inside of you. Yeah. That can hear, that can understand, that can see, but, that, though, but that's not these eyes and things. Right. Those are invisible. But they're working. Like the baby is invisible. Right. But baby is growing. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. But your faith inside you have everything. But what do we need to do? We need to make it active. Sometimes we have it, we never push the button to make it on or active. Right? We need to push button on. And it has so many different files inside. Let's now talk a little bit about computer language, right? It has different files. And maybe you open one file, and the rest of the files are still closed in your faith. And you need to open those files too. How? With your prayers. With your trust and belief in God. The things you cannot see God wants you to start seeing those things. Just see like this, you know, uh, the Bible says that our God, he brings the things into exist which don't exist. Right? God brings things into exist which don't exist. That's what the Bible says. And how those things 
becomes into exist in your life, personally, in your family, in your business, in your education, with your faith, with your prayer. Your prayer activates your faith. When we spend time in prayers and the word of God, these two things activate our faith. They make our faith alive. Amen? And then the things which do not exist, God bring them to existence. With your prayer, with your faith, and the word of God and prayer will bring it into you. Even though you cannot see it, but before you see it, you have to see it with the blind faith. Amen? You have to believe that it is going to happen in my life with your blind faith. Amen? Like 18 years, we never see the baby, and still in physical, we don't see it. Right? But we had to believe and trust in God before we see this baby in, you know, physical shape. And in December, we are going to see it. Amen? Amen. So this is like how our faith works in our life. The things we don't see, we have to, have to practice. We have to be more active uh, to do this action. Because the Bible says, the faith without works is dead. Again, the body is life or dead, right? And I have been trying to personalize the faith. Has ears, has, you know, senses, right? The faith has senses, ears, uh, eyes, heart. No, Bible is talking, the faith is dead. Right? It means the faith has specific kind of body that can be dead, that can be life. You can have faith, but still you are struggling to get your miracle. You can have faith, but still you are struggling to get the answer of your prayers. The things that are not happening in physically may be our faith that we are holding is dead. Because that's what the Bible says. The faith without work is dead. We can have faith. It's like you can have a, like the poisonous snake in the world. And it's dead. Do you think that can harm you? Do you think that can kill you or bite you? It's a snake. It has body. Right? But it's dead. Would you afraid from that snake? Maybe if you don't know it is life, it can make us scared. But if we know it's dead, we can go and kick it. Right? Lying in a jungle. If it is dead, still lying has a body, but dead, you will not afraid. Same thing our enemy, devil, Satan, have no fear from your faith if it is dead. 
Do you get it? If you have faith, it can be a giant faith, like the king of jungle, lion. It can be a giant faith that you have. You can speak a lot of words on, on faith, but if it is dead, your enemy have no fear. He knows it is dead. His faith is not working. We need to make our faith alive. Jesus Christ, when he was working on this earth, and he was on this earth, what he did? He raised the dead. Amen? Amen. He raised the dead. Not one. More than one. He raised the dead. Are you agree with me? Jesus has the power to raise the dead. Not only when he was on this earth, later on we had so many stories because Jesus gave this power to his disciples and transformed from disciple to disciples, generation after generation, and spiritual discipleship, right? That has been transforming. And until now, we have heard so many stories that how the dead people are getting alive in miracles even today in the world. Because the Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, he's the same today, and he will be same forever. Amen. His power will never change. Amen? He's the same. And the same power he has given to you to raise the dead. Amen? Amen. He has given you the power to raise your dead faith inside of you. You have power to raise your dead faith with the power of Jesus Christ and the authority he has given to you. Because Jesus told his disciples, I give you all the authority, right? You have the authority to raise your dead faith. Do you want to raise it? If it is dead. Sometime, if the faith can be dead, sometime it can be sick. Right? It can be lazy. It can have different uh, levels. We need, we need to raise the level of our faith in us. Amen? Amen? So how? As in the beginning, I spoke, start Spending more time in your prayers and in the word of God. Because the Bible says word of God has life. It has life. So when you speak the word of God with your word, and God has put in you the power of creation with the word of God when it comes out of your mouth, that has a power of creation and that will create whatever you are speaking on based of the word of God. Amen? You use the word of God, the verses from the Bible, according to your situation, according to your uh, situation in your body, in your family, in your job, any area, whatever the situation, open your Bible, open the word of God, and start researching the promises in the word of God, that according to your situation, and start memorizing it, and start speaking it, and start, you know, 
in your prayer, start revising it again and again, and your power of creation is gonna work to create, to make alive your faith, to make it more active in you. And with your faith, with the blind faith, you may not see the things into existence for a long time, but it's gonna happen. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. You What we want to do is a couple things. The first is this, that up here, if you have just been really inspired or just felt like the Lord, you know, really wanted you to take an extra step in uh, after you had heard what Pastor Manuel had to say and maybe, you know, consider giving on a consistent basis, uh, here's a donation pledge uh, for his ministry. But uh, above and beyond that, we want to give to his ministry. Um, we're already going to give him an honorarium, but we want to go above and beyond that. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was impacted by what he said about what's going on in Pakistan. One of the things that you have to understand is that uh, when we support people that are going places, we may not be able to physically go there, but we can go there spiritually. We end up going there through what they're doing there. And this is about the kingdom, right? And so um, I'm just going to pray, and then whatever you feel like God puts on your heart, give it back in the offering bucket. The other thing about that is if you go online, you can actually select a, a manual duelette offering um, selection, and that will designate whatever you choose to give. How many of you enjoyed what he had to say, share this morning? All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for Pastor Emmanuel's heart. Lord, we thank you, Father, not only what he's doing in the States, but, Father, what he is doing in his own home country. And, Father, all of the different ministries that you are using him for and you're using him to bless and support. And so, God, we just pray, Father, that you will go above and beyond what we could even ask, imagine, or think this morning. Lord, we pray, Father, for this house. We thank you that this is not only an apostolic house, but this is a generational and a generous house. This is a giving house, Lord. And so, God, we thank you for what you are doing in the hearts of our people to stir them. We ask that you would multiply what's brought in so that we could bless Pastor Emmanuel and, Father, the missions work that he's doing. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 All right. God bless you, you guys. We love you. If you are visiting this morning, Pastor Rick and Betty and myself would love to meet and speak with you. If you have any questions, you can uh, come and speak with Pastor Manuel as well. We love you. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's message. We hope you were challenged, encouraged, and inspired as you listened to this teaching from God's Word. For more messages or information about our church, please go to www.redeemers.life.